This is a Kitty Pod production. From Television City in Hollywood. Hey, man! Welcome to episode number 146. That sounds familiar, to me anyway. Of the Keep It To Yourself podcast, the most above average podcast ever to hit your ear holes. My name, of course, and as always, is Jason Bullet. The regulator, innovator, dominator, creator, a theta, plus the imitator, assassinator, baby. I'm a man of power, the man of the power, too sweet to be sour. They call me Mr. Tibbs. And I'm coming to you once again from the rolling and snow-covered hills of Saratoga County, New York. This intro is being recorded on Thursday, the 13th of January, 2022. Baby, baby. Now, it may have come to your attention, I got a little extra soundbite at the beginning of this episode, along with Brother Midnight and Superstar Billy Graham, and that was in memory of the late great actor Sidney Poitier. Sidney Poitier passed away last week at the age of 94, and he was a legendary and trailblazing actor. In fact, he was the first African American to win an Academy Award, and he did so as best actor. And guess who's coming to dinner, if my memory serves. So a real legend right there who passed away this past week. 94 is a good age to go. However, there was one this past Sunday that really shocked everybody, me included, and that was Bob Saget. For those of you who are of my age or older or slightly younger, you may recall Bob Saget in one of two roles. Number one, Uncle Danny Tanner in Full House, the ABC sitcom, TGIF, I believe was part of that programming block. Or you watched him Sunday nights on America's Funniest Home Videos, now just America's Funniest Videos. Oddly enough, it was a new episode of what's now America's Funniest Videos that ABC broke in with the news of Bob Saget's passing. So it was very ironic, and it was like the first reaction show. I listened to Barstool Sports Podfathers podcast the other day. And this was like the predecessor of all those YouTube reaction videos when people see something they haven't seen before for the first time. So it was just tragic death. He was in Jacksonville, Florida. He was found unresponsive in his hotel room about 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And that was it. Gone from us at the age of 65. What a great actor and comedic talent, too. I mean, Comedy Central did the roast of Bob Saget many years ago. I should probably watch that again and really pay the guy, you know, all the respects there. So rest in peace, Bob Saget, Sidney Poitier. They're dropping like flies, folks. 2022 is off to a rough start in the obits department. That is for sure. All right, well, something that's a little lighter in nature, and this is the vanity portion. This is what's been going on post-holidays in the life of one J. Michael Bullitt. Not much has happened, but... I do want to say that this past Monday, I went to the doctors, had my annual physical. I was going to go, you know, during the holidays when I had all that time off, but I got a call sometime last year that said, "Uh, you may want to reschedule because the doctor's going to be off that week. I'm like, okay. So we waited till long after the holidays. Well, took my blood pressure, got all my vitals. And this is the aging process right here, folks. I mean, it sucks getting old, but we all got to go through it. Just the same. During the physical, my doctor said, hey, we're going to have you do an EKG. That's electrocardiogram. That's where they, you know, put these little, um, I wouldn't say electrodes. That's not right. We had a Stanley Milligan experiment. Anyway, they put these little um, sensors, for lack of a better term, 
And you don't have to, unlike your doctor's appointment, you don't have to strip down to your skivvies and your socks. You can keep your pants on, just strip down to the waist. You know, I strap you in there. It took an awful long time. I didn't get out of the doctor's office till 10 o'clock. And I say that advisedly because everything went with my EKG. I also had lab work, but that's all by the by. Getting old sucks ass. I'm telling you right now. We're all going through it. But they decided to do the EKG because they thought there was something wrong with my blood pressure. Well, it's not so much the BP that concerned me. The real shocker came was when... The first thing they do with the doctor's office, they have me step on the scale. Now, I took some stuff out of my pants trying to juice the numbers in my favor. I must have ballooned to 271. I don't know why that happened. Actually, I did. I must have overdone it during the holidays. So, I made a resolution right then and there, late New Year's resolution that is, to, you know, cut back on what I eat, watch what I eat, because I'm at the age where I got to start giving a shit if I haven't done so already about what I'm putting on my body on the regular putting into my body. Hello. Preposition trouble right there. Anyway, so I've been doing this thing. It's been just butt-fucking cold here in the rolling hills. So what I've done first thing in the morning, after I weigh myself and take my pills and all that, is do something I like to call living room wax. Now, 20 would just be too much, but I'll ramp it up in due time. So I just do 10. That means I go around the living room, which isn't much. So I figured, well, again, I'm trying to get the most out of the lease. So I go right into the kitchen. So I start from where I'm sitting here at Bullet House near this end table. Not that you can see it. I'm sitting next to an end table. After I get my YouTube fired up, watch Heart Factor in the morning. Go around, make 10 complete laps. Start from the end table. Go into the dining room. Well, eating kitchen, really. And then just do 10 complete laps. I'll certainly do 20 in due time, as I stated earlier. And when the weather gets a little nicer out, it's not as cold first thing in the morning, I'll certainly go out and do two laps around the neighborhood. But it's going to have to wait till about, what, April, May, or whenever spring really does begin around here. So just watching what I eat, getting some more exercise. Hopefully we'll have a more favorable result. We'll have a progressive weight loss. By the time all this is over. So there you go. There hasn't been much going on. Other than trying to stay warm. We did have the next day after my dentist appointment. Not dentist. A doctor's appointment. Earl Clark. You want to come on here and bail my ass out? Thank you. That's twice in this segment. Anyway. The day after my doctor's appointment. We got stuck in the icebox. For one day anyway. Thankfully. But now as I record this. It's going to be even worse this coming weekend. It's going to be a wild weather weekend, it looks like. We got another dip in the ice box starting tomorrow as I record this and into the day on Saturday. And then, as if all that weren't enough, we're going to have maybe our first significant snowfall of the winter as a nor'easter looks to come in here. Now, what we get and how much depends on what kind of the track it takes. You know, this little low-pressure system, it's, if it stays inland, it'll be more of a rain-snow mix. If it goes further out to sea, it comes with the classic definition of a nor'easter, then we're going to get our first significant snowfall of the year. Not a whole lot. I mean, we've been pretty lucky getting like one, two inches on the regs with these storms, but this is going to be a blockbuster by comparison. So there you have it right there. I'll tell you more about it next time we speak, which hopefully will be next week. 
We got some football to talk about later on. NFL Super Duper Wild Card Weekend. My term, not theirs. We'll be discussing that later on. This is going to be one of those, it's not how big you make it, it's how you make it big episodes. So just be on the lookout for that. All right? We're good. All right, thanks. All right, folks, before we get to the end of this mini episode, if you want to call it that, we got some pod shout outs here. And speaking of minis, we don't have very much here, so we're going to zip through this right quick. GFA Live Greens from Allentown, Peter Winston and Keith Langston did a live watch of WWF Superstars, the episode that aired January 18th, 1992. This was the day before the Royal Rumble took place down in Albany at what is now the MVP Arena. No episode of the Sportscaster is season 12 upcoming from Steve Bennett, but Steve and Dave Rollins had the most recent episode of the 24-inch podcast season 2 premiering with Hulk Hogan's match against Terry Funk. Hulkster, you're a bastard. You're nothing but an egg-sucking dog. That was back in 1986. Uh, you can follow Pierre Winston at GF Allentown on Twitter. Steve Bennett, you can find him at sports underscore casters. The Break It Down show, P.A. Turner only had one guest. Ooh, we had a slowdown. What happened? Matthew Dennison, talking uh, British royalty. You can follow... The show at Break It Down Show and the host Pete A. Turner at Pete A. Turner. And finally, the Loyal Littles podcast. Chuck and Roxy had Craig Jones. So kind of a light week on the podcast front. You can follow Chuck and Roxy at Loyal Littles Pod on Twitter. As for this little dog and pony show, you can listen to us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or your podcaster of choice. If it has rating and review capabilities, Give me a five-star rating, please, and a good write-up. That would really help me out. Thanks in advance. All right, folks, we've now made it to one more thing. And guess what, folks? It's that time of year. The National Football League has now entered the postseason. In fact, for the second year running, it's now NFL Super Wild Card Weekend. Just think, six games over three days, including a Monday night playoff game for the first time ever. We'll talk about that later on, but first... Not a good end to the regular season. One of the picks went through, the other did not. So I finished the regular season 7-9. and nine. But it's the playoffs, and so we have a chance to wipe the slate clean, as it were. So reset the board to zero, Nigel, as we're going to get going here and give picks for all six wildcard weekend games. And we'll start off with a little traveling music, please. All right, for the playoffs, we're going to go in chronological order as these games are scheduled to be played. So first off, the Saturday afternoon game, the Curtain Razor. We're going to go down to the banks of the Ohio River. The Cincinnati Bengals are playing host to the Las Vegas... Thank you, Chris Berman. Cincinnati Bengals, this is their first AFC North title since 2015. Joe Burrow in his second year quarterback. Two years removed from winning a national title with LSU. It's been quite a season for the Bengals. Not much was expected of them, but here they are. They're really in the Catbird seat. The Las Vegas Raiders, they were pretty lucky to get into the playoffs. What a win they had on Sunday night to close out the regular season. 35-32 over the LA Chargers. Knocked them out of the playoffs, so no Justin Hebert will get an old pro like Derek Carr. However, the Bengals, they got a little streak going here, not a good one. They have not had a playoff win since 1990. Hopefully, 
that will all change this Saturday afternoon. So I'm going to say it's going to be a tough game. Cincinnati will win, but Vegas is going to cover. They'll make a game out of it. All right, this Saturday night in western New York, it's going to be cold. There's a threat of snow the next day. The Buffalo Bills hosting the New England Patriots. An AFC division rivalry. And this is going to be game of the weekend in my book. There's been some struggles in Patriots land, even with a rookie quarterback like Matt Jones under center there. But the Buffalo Bills have been chugging along. Josh Allen has had himself a heck of a season. In fact, the Bills won their first division title since those great Bills teams of the 1990s. But, you know, guys, Jim Kelly, Thurman Thomas, Pete Metzlars, Don Beebe, etc., etc. Oh, those were the days. That's my childhood here. Adult me is looking at childhood me with the football fan. I'm like, why'd you have to jump ship, you motherfucking blinky eye? Well, Bill's Mafia is going to brave the cold, throw themselves through tables. I'm sure they'll hit a little different in the frigid temperatures and maybe some lake effect snow. But all in all, I'm going to give the Bills the number here. Take the Bills minus four and a half. Both these games are in the Bill Simmons Vegas zone. All right, to the Sunday slate we go, the early afternoon contest. After being the cold, let's go to Florida and warm up, shall we? The defending champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers hosting the Philadelphia Eagles. Not much to say about this game. We got some struggles in Tampa Bay. Tom Brady, his second year under center. His old buddy Rob Gronkowski had some struggles there, but despite all that, this should be an easy matchup. I don't know if I can say anything good about the Philadelphia Eagles, but this is going to be an epic bloodbath. Take Tampa Bay minus the points, or Tampa Bay, if you will. All right, late afternoon. This is number four. Oh, boy, this is game of the day right here. In fact, this is behind New England Buffalo for game of the weekend. San Francisco at Dallas. Jerry World Maybe the side of this year's Super Bowl. We'll see what happens with COVID and everything, but... This is a historic matchup. This is happening on the 40th anniversary of the 1982 NFC Championship game. And it was known for the catch. Joe Montana rolling right, finding Dwight Clark in the end zone. That started the Cowboys' decade of decline right there. And it solidified the 49ers as the team of the 80s. But it's 2022. The Cowboys went undefeated in the NFC East. Beat my boys the New York Giants twice. We can certainly attest to that. A formidable defense for San Francisco and equally formidable quarterback in Jimmy Garoppolo. But don't count out Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys. I hate to do it as a Giants fan, but the line is three in favor of Dallas. I'll take them minus the points. All right, Sunday night. We're going down to the Midwest. Kansas City eats some barbecue. The Chiefs will host the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is likely going to be it for Ben Roethlisberger. There's speculation as to... Whether or not he's going to hang him up. The Steelers really pulled out of their butts against the Ravens in Balmer in overtime to end the season. Remember watching that game. That was a thrilling finish. However, the Kansas City Chiefs are two-time two-time AFC champions for a reason. Got Pat Mahomes and everybody. They had some struggles too. I mean, this 18-week season has really put some of the best under the microscope and some not for good reason. But despite all that, I'll give Kansas City the win, but Pittsburgh's going to make a game out of it, and they're going to unfortunately send Ben Roethlisberger out to retirement with a loss. Finally, and I certainly mean it, 
We're going out to Southern California, currently the site of the Super Bowl, coming up on February 13th, as the Los Angeles Rams will play host to the Arizona Cardinals in the first ever Monday night football playoff game at SoFi Stadium in Inglewood. Matthew Stafford, it was great him getting out of Detroit. The warmer climbs for one reason, the change of scenery has really done him a power of good. Kind of like the guy who makes things better, like Kobe Bryant, RIP with the Lakers, made everybody on that team better. Heck, he even made Cooper Cup a candidate to be the MVP of the National Football League. And speaking of quarterbacks, we've had a third-year guy in Kyler Murray. And he's had a bit of a rough go of it over there in the desert. So taking all that into account, it's going to be a great game. I just know it. I'm just going to ram it. Take the range minus the numbers. So to recap, and you may want to write all this down, Cincinnati will beat Las Vegas. You know, they'll win, but the Raiders will cover. Buffalo minus the four in the hook. Tampa Bay minus eight and a half. Dallas minus three. KC wins, but Pittsburgh covers. And Rams minus four over the Cardinals. And that will do it for the playoff edition of the Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks of the Century of the Week. Or you can call it the Super Six Playoff Edition. <laughs> and also for the 146th episode of the Keep It To Yourself podcast. I thank you for listening. As always, never take the audience for granted. Never have, never will. I apologize for a shorter episode than normal and sports heavy too. But hopefully that won't be the case in one aspect next week. So until we meet again, as always and above all else, wait for it. Wait for it. Keep smiling. Otis lives. Sit, boo-boo, sit. Good dog. <laughs> hey, Clavin! Wake up! The show's over. Oh, yeah! Kick it! Rick Player, you have made world... Put that cigarette out. This has been a Kitty Pod production. Produced in Saratoga County, New York. Shared with the world.